Hello, good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RV Oppenheim Associates. Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast and video series where we talk about digital marketing strategies and tactics to help grow your business. Today I want to talk about three, actually, we're gonna talk, we're gonna take a deep dive into um, really how to create a 60-day action plan that is based on five critical data points observed from online behaviors through Google Analytics. And this is important because the world has changed, right? I mean, we all understand and we all know that what is happening with the coronavirus and how it's impacting businesses and individuals uh, who are either sheltering in place or, um, you know, practicing their own form of um, self-quarantine. I mean, that's the reality that we live in. And, you know, we talked about this on a previous episode that, um, you know, the, the the traffic of the internet is growing exponentially for sure. Um, and, and we know that, and, and you can observe that for yourself when you look at your website analytics from Google Analytics. But here's the thing that a lot of people, um, I think, are really, they, they don't really understand fully. And that is the rest of the world doesn't act like you do when they're online. In fact, they don't even operate the same equipment. Some people have a, a, an Apple device. Some people have an Android device. Uh, some, some people use their tablet exclusively for everything when it comes to finding out information on the internet. Some people use their phone exclusively for finding content on the internet. Others rely upon their desktop or laptop as they spend a lot of time when they are at their office, like I am today, uh, while the rest of my team works remote, I'm holding down the fort. Um, but, but the rest of the world does not act like you do. And so making assumptions about things in general, how people are consuming content, what they're looking at, based on your own reality and what you do is a really bad mistake. And there are a lot of, of business owners, executive directors, presidents of companies who think that everyone else does life and does the internet the way they do. And it's not true. So how can you really create a 60-day action plan based on the most important and the most critical uh, data points? Well, the good news is, guys, that that... Google Analytics provides us with the core uh, data points that we need to look at. So the, the the real the five things that we're going to talk about that we're going to dive into in today's episode is really the basics. Where are people coming from? What is the flow? What's the path that they go through? What is it? Uh, what is their behavior? Who are they? Um, and how are they interacting and consuming the content uh, on your website? So again, what we want to know is what is the data? What does the science say 
about how people, uh, where they're coming from, what path do they flow through when they're on your website? Um, you know, what is the behavior once they get there? Uh, and then who are they? You know, what is their demographics? Are they new? Are they are they returning? Um, you know, how are they uh, accessing this content from their phone or what have you? So let's let's jump into this. So I think number one, understand that this data that's being collected on your website through Google Analytics um, is valuable information, and and it's so critical right now. Um, you know, we are working with our clients, and and I, I this was really the inspiration behind today's episode. Is hey, let's do a comparison of of really the last three weeks of traffic on your website compared to the last twelve months of traffic on your website, and how are things different? And there's a lot of things that are different, guys. I'm telling you. I mean, you know, we host over 150 websites on our servers. And, you know, those are locally owned businesses. Those are state agencies or statewide associations or organizations, national brands um, that have global reach. So, I mean, again, looking across a, a wide array of audience reach, here's, here's some of the things that we're looking at. So number one is where. And, and in Google Analytics, under the acquisition section, you're going to see a section called source or medium. And that's really where are they coming from. Now, typically, most of your traffic is going to come from your loyal people who have some type of either bookmark or direct link where they are visiting your content. It could be your employees. Um, again, this is people that, that use your content, consume your content on a regular basis, and they really have a direct path um, that they see. That's the most common. Um, the next section is really about your social content. And it's it's about, um, you know, are you getting links from Facebook or LinkedIn or the social channels where you are posting your content? Um, and then third-party links. So do are you getting any ink, digital ink, if you will, um, you know, whatever media outlet that might, might be, any other third party that's not uh, considered social media. Um, you know, it could be from uh, a television station. It could be from uh, another industry blog, um, you know, whatever that third party is. And then, of course, organic. Now, here's the thing that is really interesting um, right now, you've got a lot of people that are looking for types of products and or types of services who maybe they're not necessarily typing in the, the brand name. Um, they're looking for, you know, uh, again, a specific type of product because they don't want to go out and buy it. So they're looking for it or they're looking for a a particular kind of service. They, they don't know who all sells it or provides it. And this is a number one really misunderstood idea about SEO and search engine optimization is when people are in the discovery phase, they don't know that your brand or your company uh, sells or provides or represents a specific product or service. So Understanding that, and, and this is the thing that we're seeing a, a big jump 
in the last three weeks for clients is organic found uh, content, which means that people are doing a, a search query on Google or a voice query uh, on Siri or you know Google, whatever their, their uh, device is, um, to find goods and services uh, on the internet. So that should really tell you something about your organization. Most of the time, you're going to find that organic is not number one, typically. Number one typically is going to be direct link, social media, third party on organic. So what that really tells you is, is that because we're seeing this shift in people coming to websites from organic searches, that is an indication that more people are online, more people are doing searches, and they're looking for specific content. So that said... Obviously, your Google AdWords for intent, this is a good opportunity, even though typically that is a overpriced and saturated market. There is some validity to that. Just be careful because you are paying an extremely high price for that particular platform because so many people are dumping ridiculous money into the platform and have no idea what they're doing, which is inflating the market prices like 10x or 20x in some cases, like literally, you know, you're you're paying, you know, six, five, six, seven, eight cents uh, per click for keywords 10 years ago, and now you're paying seven, eight, nine dollars a click. So I mean, it's really expensive. Um, but what it should tell you is that if you are not producing original content on your website in a blog format, and the reason why I say blog format is the search engines are only cycling the internet on average about every 28 days. And so if you're just adding a page to your website, you're not really sending any kind of signal out to let the search engines know, hey, I got new content, have new information about how we're handling, you know, COVID-19 or what our new, you know, uh, cleaning processes are for coronavirus or, you know, whatever it is that you're putting out there. So if you're not creating a blog post about it, I mean, you still can create the page, but create a blog post that says what we're doing about it or changes in our policy or what, whatever that information is. Uh, so make sure that you do that. That's important. Um, and that really is going to be part of when we go back to the 60-day action plan is producing more original content on your website through a blog. Number next, user flow. What is the user flow? What does that mean? Well, Again, when we're looking at Google Analytics in the acquisition section, there's literally a tab called user flow. It's fascinating because what it does is it, it literally gives you a visual path of a visitor comes in, they click on this page, and then it has like a little spider effect that says, okay, once they come here, then they go to this page, then they go to the next page, and you have this pattern recognition of the data of how people get there. Now, again, this goes back to the rest of the world does not act like you on the internet. Everyone is different. Everyone's decision tree is different than yours. So you have to keep that in mind when you are creating your 60-day plan, your action plan on these five critical data points that are observed by online behaviors as reported to you scientifically on Google Analytics. So looking at user flow and really analyzing that path 
as people are going through that content, it's important for you to make recognition of that and understand if you're going to write a blog post, it would be wise of you to hyperlink the words that would recognize, you know, if you know that when they come in and they look for services and then the next thing they go to is, you know, service B is what they're looking at more than service A, then in your blog post, make sure you create a link that goes to service B page because you're making it easy for them because you've already, they've demonstrated their predictive behavior based on the last three weeks. So use that information and link it. Um, and again, this is a great search engine optimization strategy of inbound content links of a blog post going back to your cornerstone piece of content. In other words, that static content that's on your website, that's part of your pages, your page structure. Now, the next thing we want to talk about is what this and, and when we're talking about what we're talking about the the behavior of what kind of content are your users looking at. Um, we're also looking at how long are they on this page. Uh, we're also looking at the bounce rates because how long someone lasts and in 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 is on a page is a good measurement for you as a business to understand, am I explaining or presenting the material in a way that the end user is engaged and understands what it is that they're looking for? So looking at, at, the, at the time on page and making an analysis of, oh my gosh, they're not spending as much time on this page when we, as a business, we need them to spend time on this page. It will be really evident that, you know, you've got people spending three and a half minutes over here on this page and your most important, most profitable page is over here and they're only spending 53 seconds. You have a problem. You have a problem with your content. You have a problem with the language. It, they're not, they're not either understanding it. It's too complicated. It's not what they're looking for. They have, they misunderstand what it is that, you, that you're trying to explain. Um, and so many times companies just mail in the, the, the content. And what I mean is they just like, you know, they just like throw something up there. They're, they're not intentional. They don't examine every single word as if it was the last word they were going to have the chance to say. Um, and it's obvious when you look at the bounce rates, what are bounce rates? Well, it's, it's quite simple. I came to a page. I landed on it and I bounced. I got out of there because it's not what I was looking for. So the percentages of bounce rates, meaning I came to the page and then I left very quickly because it wasn't the correct one. When I see those rates, and again, I go back to, are, do I have a high bounce rate on a critical page in my website that I, that's important to us and our business, but yet to our visitors, they're not seeing it. Right. They're not they don't see that it's important. So, again, um, you know, this is important and, and this is all about contextual. You know, is your website content? Is it in the right context of what the person is looking for when they come across your website? Um, so those are those are the things when we're talking about the behavior, the what and which means that you know, we've got some work to do in our 60-day action plan in the what section. Let's move into the who. 
our audience. So obviously when you go to Google Analytics, you can click on the audience tab. There's a lot of great information in there. I really like to look at the new versus returning users because what that tells me is, you know, is my brand relevant? Am I relevant to the topics and the timing of what's happening in the world today and in the in in the view of 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 my clients, my customers, potential clients when they come to my website? Um, I think a lot of people, a lot of businesses are going to see there is a bunch of new people coming to their website that have never been there before. Why? Because. We're all sitting at home. We're all trying to figure out what we're going to do, what we're going to eat, where we're going to go, what do we need to buy, you know, what are their hours? I mean, we're, we're, we're hitting websites like never before. And the data that is collected in Google Analytics is, is really important. So what you can do when you look at these new versus returning audience um, in the context of, you know, are, do you really understand the motives and the drivers behind what, what people are coming to, you know, uh, where are they coming from? How are they going through your website? What are they looking at? Um, this, if you're, if those numbers are out of whack, then you really need to reevaluate. Do you understand the motives and drives of the people who, you know, need to, or, or are looking for the products and services that you offer? The last point, number five, is the how. How are people consuming content on your website? Is Are they on their mobile device? Are, there, are they on their desktop? Are they on their tablet? So again, when we're in the audience section and we look at devices uh, and we look at what, what we're, what's shown there, we are in a huge shift because why? People are working from home. Some people have a tablet at home. Some people took their laptops home. You know, others are, you know, literally working from their phone. I mean, our phones are so, you know, uh, I mean, you have CRMs that dump information right into your phone. You have, you know, browsers that are fully capable of running a project management tool from your phone. Like people can literally run their business from their phone. Um, and so, of course, mobile site traffic is shooting through the roof compared to what it was because of the time that we're in right now, which then means you need to pull up your website on your phone and look at it and try to imagine yourself in, you know, don't put yourself in your customer's shoes, put yourself in your customer's fingertips. That's what you need to do. You need to put yourself in your customer's fingertips because that's how they're interacting with your website content. So you need to look at your content and is it easy to navigate and look at through a mobile device or a tablet? Because those rates are going through the roof. They're skyrocketing. All right. So we've covered these five data points, the where, the user flow, the what, the who, and the how. Now let's create our 60-day action plan. So number one, we go into the where and we look at this acquisition. We look at where people are coming from and we need to decide, number one, or A, um, if people are coming in from social media or not coming in from social media, I need to have a content plan for my social media channels for paid social media content, as well as earned social media content or organic content and have a strategy for that content and a schedule. So create your social media content strategy based on the lack of or the abundance of traffic from how people are getting there. 
Number number two, or B, if you will, is third party. Are there some third party sites, you know, that are industry sites or blogs or media outlets that you need to get some links from and get, you know, be in communication, reach out to the reporter on Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn or however you want to connect with them and say, hey, did you guys know this is what we're doing? We're changing this because of what's happening. Hours change, products change, limited menu, whatever the information might be. And then uh, C is uh, evaluate your organic posting. How often are you posting new content on your website? And what, what category is it related to? What section is it related to? And when you're writing out that content, make sure that you have a minimum of 300 words, a maximum of 1,200 words for an authoritative piece of content. Because guys, if your website blog is less than 300 words, Google thinks you're a slacker. It's literally called, you know, your, your content is thin. It is not authoritative. So you need to go into extreme detail on the process, on the product, on the benefits, how it's going to make my life easier for your organic. So again, number one in the 60-day plan, action plan is the where. Look at my social media content planning and strategy, look at my third-party connections, and look at my organic posting frequency and content. Uh, number two, in the user flow, review the path of content, the flow, the user flow of your website, make an analysis, look for um, you know discrepancies of what your internal process is versus what is the observed behavior, the online behavior, as people are trying to figure out what your process is, when you overlay the two of those, make a determination of where you need to make a change. Number three, in the what section, again, in the behavior section, you're going to look at the time on the page versus the bounce rates and, and figure out, do you need more details on this page? Do you need to better define or clarify on the pages where you have high bounce rates? Again, number four, we're going to go into the audience section for the who, right? Looking at the demographics. It's fascinating. I love the color charts that you can see, you know, 34 to 44, 18 to 24, you know, all the different age, age ranges. And let that help inform you as to do you understand the motives and the drives of your audience based on their age Rain and let that inform you as it kind of you know trickle back up into your content strategy, into your social media posting strategy. All right, and then number five is the how. How are people looking at your devices? So you need to make sure on your website that when you pull it up on a, a tablet versus a desktop versus your phone, that the content, the photos, the words, everything fits, uh, that it's formatting properly. Because when you do that you're going to make sure that that people are able to actually see your content no matter what kind of device they're on. So guys, that is a deep dive into how to create a 60-day action plan based on the five critical data points observed from online behaviors as reported to you in your Google Analytics account. Guys, I hope this today's session has been helpful for you. Um, and I hope that you'll check back into the podcast and video series where we talk about digital marketing strategies and tactics to help grow your business. 
My name is Michael Wynn. I'm the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Thanks for tuning in today. And don't forget to tune in tomorrow. I have a special guest that's going to be on the show. So I want you to tune in. You're going to enjoy it. Thanks again. Have a great day.